Howdy, and welcome to the Lunch Table Podcast, where me and a bunch of my buddies get together every week to bullshit and have a little fun, because the world's just a little mad, and we like to feel like uh, we're above people a little bit, so this is how we choose to do it. Mostly you. Yeah, mostly. It's a, it's a me thing. You're right, it's mostly me thing. Well, Sparky and I are above it. You're like, what, 5'7"? <laughs> I'm 5'11", thank you. Short joke. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. So what? So what? I'm funny. <laughs> so let me introduce you around the table tonight. First, we have a very special guest. A man who went to college with these two fools but partied with me. Chris, I was even late to my mother's fallopian tubes. Pagley! <laughs> and late to more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. The, the king of thank you. The king of being late. That was a good one, wasn't it? Also around the table tonight. Uh, my right hand man, Mr. Google himself, the man who always makes me laugh. Drew The stairs are my natural enemy. Watsonizer! Oh, every single time, either an elevator or an escalator. One of the two. Of them. <laughs> One of the two. I ain't going up no regular stairs. Concrete stairs so hard on your knees. I'm not the only one. What? Don't even lie to me. Plus, Dude. plus the doctor said if you exceed more than three miles an hour, your heart will explode. So, <laughs> so that, yeah. Well, yeah. It's also the flip flops. You shouldn't wear flip flops everywhere. I haven't worn flip flops in a long time. I did wear them for a long. Time. I had a face. And. Last your left hand man. My left hand man. The Mr. Dirty. <laughs> Sparky, my head looks suspiciously like the tip of Carl's dick. <laughs> Colson! I don't want to be seeing that every time I look in the mirror, man. Well, I don't know why it resembles it to a T, man. <laughs> You've got the pubes. I know, right on. Right on. I'm I mean, happy I don't we know. All... None of us can see from the chest below, so I have no clue what's going on in that scene. <laughs> well, just it's, like my shaft, I was going to say, just like my shaft, it blows into a great forest. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and as always, your host with the most. Ex-girlfriends, he has to call to let them know uh, they should get themselves checked. You know, you, 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 you sleep with one $5 hooker. Two. Two. What well, was Phobo? Five. Or it was Bo. It was buy one, get one. Yeah. Bogo. Bogo. <laughs> buy one, get one STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta collect them all. Chlamydia. Carl Jones. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Okay, first, Drew. Yo. Would you like to hit us up with that Patreon? Oh, yeah. Uh, we are on Patreon at the Lunch Table PBJ, uh, and we just had our first Patreon member, uh, one of our earlier interviewees, Nick Jones. So thank you, Nick Jones, for uh, donating, uh, and we hope to have many more of you hop on uh, as well, because uh, your $5 donation gives you a shout-out for episode. Right, right, right at the beginning here. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't like doing it at the beginning, but I'm going to because I want to give them their money's worth. Yeah. But I'm narcissistic, so I, I don't I'm, fucking like it. I made that Patreon. Finally, glad to see it's starting to take off. Yeah, yeah. Nick Jones. Do you remember Nick Jones? Nick Jones, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. what's he been up to? What a freaking good musician. Well, dude, you'll have to you'll have to take a look at the yeah, episode and find to. out. Yeah. Look at that episode. But but so Chris, Chris. Uh, I was gonna say, would you like to explain to the audience kind of how you know all three of us? How I know all three of you guys. So, yeah, in our many drunken excursions through yes. campus and everywhere, uh, I think we've grown, yeah, pretty close in, in, in everything oh, we've yeah. done. You know, um, we all went to YSU. That was super-duper fun. Um, what Great a blur. <laughs> and uh, we're here. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are, almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> just that tidal wave of 30s is blowing in. Now oh, we're existing man. right at 30. Here Indeed. 
No, dude. So what happened after college, man? It's been a while. It's been a Sorry while. About that. And then, uh, like, I know, like, kind of in college, you started up kind of a social media thing, right? This <laughs> is how we know him. Oh yes. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Look at that, like, post-pubescent child. Ooh. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's oh, we crazy. got everybody there. Wow. There's kind of skinny me. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Wow. Eric Little, he's going to be on the episode soon. Stony rest is stole. Oh, oh God, We have Mike and who is that one guy behind Chuck? Oh, Phoenix. 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 Oh, uh, I used to hate that kid. Yeah. <laughs> not really a fan of chuck either but whatever oh he just said that i don't right know i think i think you guys are best buds i don't know no yeah you both call me when you're drunk <laughs> i think you guys are similar that's probably why i don't like them i don't like them because he's just annoying as fuck <laughs> but anyways chris i don't know man positives just attract if you know what i mean that's i know pole to pole you know what i mean it's literally not what tip to tip cock to cock but so chris like i said you started that uh social media thing whatever happened you still pushing on that you still doing a lot of social media and and trying to grow that um, feel good yeah uh, yeah there's a bunch of it? yeah feel good vibes because my yeah. man chris never harshes on anyone's mellow yeah <laughs> i try not to i try to i try to love everybody and and go from there but that instagram phase that was super fun man we um Oh geez, we did a lot. There was uh, it was called Mindsight Motivation, right? And it, it was a mixture of um, positive motivation and then the awesome benefits of mindfulness for everybody, right? right. And um, some days I'd get on and I'd teach people how to meditate, go over some really cool new breath work stuff. And then other days it'd just be a motivational post, right? And um, okay. interestingly enough, I'm like surprised you brought that up. I just logged back into that um, and started doing some new stuff for it, so. After well, like... they... Yeah, I was going to say, it fit you. I thought, I honestly, when you started that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Chris. I was like, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, dude. like, it's cool that you're getting back into it because I know it's hard. I mean, doing this is hard. Right. But, like, what's some of the stuff, let's say, uh, meditating? What's a couple things I could do to meditate then? Like, you know, uh... like, everybody thinks meditation is kind of like this hard thing to do, right? Meditation is such a simple act. Like, we could do, do it. Anywhere. What's that? So you can literally do it anywhere. Absolutely anywhere. Meditation doesn't have to last for any more than five seconds. If you take one breath and you're intentional about it, you just meditated. Like, it's, it's as simple as that, you know? Right. And everybody, um, yeah, kind of gets really confused about, like, the mechanics of it. And, like, you know, right. where do I go meditate? Well, how do I do it? Do I have to do yoga, too, on the side? It's literally as simple as taking a breath and just being present with it, right? Um, so one of the larger things I pushed on that platform was just getting a daily routine and a daily practice, right? Um, that daily practice could be when you wake up and you have your first sip of coffee, just being there with that coffee, right? And just sitting there with it. Um, whatever you can do every day to, to center yourself and bring yourself back home, um, as, as some of the yogics would say, right? Um, that's, that's all you really need to do to meditate. Just, just, you know, be there with it. Dude. That's and I think that's it, man. I think a lot of people overthink it or get they almost think it's such a spiritual act that when doing it, it must feel some super way, but it's not, you know, it's just calming yourself, it's it's actually relaxing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused here. There's some situation that I was thinking in my mind while you were explaining that, and I want to see if these are technically meditating times, so like when you're smoking a cigarette and you go outside and you just go and you have is that technically a meditation the act of it is mindfulness i don't know if i'd call it full-on meditation but it's mindfulness because what are you doing when you're you know ripping a hard pull off a cigarette you're there with it right (laughs) think about all the mistakes you've made in life that led you up to that point (laughs) yeah it's self-awareness man that's it you're being self-aware yeah so when you're when you're like running on the treadmill and you get done and then you do one of those, that one too? Is that one also? Honestly, for that one, I think it's more of being on the treadmill. 
Because the only thing you're focusing on is that treadmill. Because if you're focusing on well, something else, you'll slip and you know fall off that treadmill. But well, for that time all, that you're there with it, you're you're just jogging left foot in front of the other and right foot. You know, that's uh that's what it's about. I guess it is that easy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First of all, Drew, you you don't just stop on a treadmill. You you got to cool down first. Oh uh, no, that's why they have the keys that like are in there. Like I attach to to my nipple, and then like when I fall, then it pulls it and stops. It. Yeah, yeah oh, I come see, the same I, way too. Fuck that! I never do the cooldown. I just you're supposed to do the cooldown. Oh fuck that! I just jump right off fuck, and walk. Fuck that! Fuck that! That's, fuck that's that. like really bad for your heart. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so is marching band. <laughs> you so, you ramp up your heart to over two hundred <laughs> beats per minute, you're, and then you're, stop it. You're not wrong. So, you are not. So wrong. is eating three bags of beef jerky in one sitting. Right. Here we are, dude. I, I can use a pig heart now. This is the time to fuck, <laughs> fuck cool down. For, for the record, my record was six. So six bags of beef. <laughs> so, dude, what, Chris? What led you to that, man? What led you into meditation and positive vibes and all that? Because, like, you know, for a little bit there, all of us in college were just kind of floating, trying to find something. So, how did you kind of get? Oh, into you that can path? say it. We were all degenerates. Like we were. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We were just, you know, we were we were doing our shit, man. Like it was, um, it was a it was a phase. It was a, it was a yeah, um, you know, like so there was two like large events that happened. Um, one, um, we were we were all a part of kind of um in some way. It, it all affected all of us at least. The other one was a little bit more personal to me. Um, and oddly enough, I know it's not like a happy topic like I usually talk about, but it's a defining topic. Um, of people dying, right? So, um, what had happened is I had a family member of mine die. I wasn't close with them, like, at all, like, whatsoever. Um, and at the time, I was like, why am I not feeling that sad? And then my friend was like, well, you weren't that close to them. It's like, why you're not feeling sad? I'm like, yeah, but they're part of family, so I think I should. Um, and it right. just wasn't happening, right? So then I was like, what's going on? I'm like, why, you know, wasn't I sad whenever this person passed? Um, looking back at it, when I was with that person, I really wasn't present with them whatsoever, right? Yeah. Um, they'd be talking and just, you know, rattling off information and saying whatever, and, and I'd be in my own world just doing whatever. Um, you know, God forbid when I got a phone, like, that was, it was game over for, like, the reality, the present world. Yeah. For, yeah. for everybody, for a long time, I think people still struggle with that. Mm -hmm. y your girlfriend at the time had some very big distractions yeah. she had some amazing distractions that were she uh, had very influential to say the least very big personality huge two two of them land. yeah yeah dual personalities and yeah, yeah and she used one was well. slightly smaller than the other yeah no? per use oh, yeah. per use yeah <laughs> no wrong one. <laughs> oh. wrong. That's, that's a that's a different one <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah no you're right wrong one uh, oh uh, shout out but, to Candyland. and then the other one i assume was stony yeah um when he passed it was like a complete 180 man um things just got serious is really what it was and i joke lightly about that before like we were kind of degenerates i mean like we really weren't like we were all good people um, we were choosing paths that just like weren't fully activating our potentials in life, right? That's um, what it was. We were being lazy. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. We had potential, wrong. and we knew it. But instead of using our potential and doing hard work, we put in a, a bunch of hard work to slack off. A hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's no better way to describe it. It was the truth. Um, we all knew we were capable of some great stuff, and just you know, never never got around to it, and for whatever reason, but. I think after the, the party phase that we all lived through, I mean, with the pink house and, and stuff like that, I think that, yeah, things got way more serious. Um, yeah. And then for the viewers that aren't aware, um, we all had a really close friend that, that passed away um, during finals week in our, in our college semester. And it hit everybody a little bit differently. Yeah, there you go, show them. Yeah. Yeah, good old Stony. Oh, man. Good old Stony. So yeah. I, I kind of forget what happened. He, he just had a heart attack, right? So he was playing basketball at the rec center, um, and this dude was a big, tall guy, like tall and oh, lanky. And fit. Yeah, like super muscular, like yeah, you know, yeah. everything. Um, Me and him used to work out all the time. Yeah, 
And, you know, just the thing that happens with tall, lanky people is, like, the heart has to work overtime to push blood to all your parts, right? Um, And his was just working overtime 24-7, and he overexerted himself playing basketball, and um, he went into cardiac arrest and then died before he even hit the ground. So it was just super sudden. Uh, Like, no no pain whatsoever, but he was just gone. Just gone. He he also had a operation when he was a child, right? Something um, about his heart. I wasn't aware of that, but I mean, could be possible. Um, I thought you were the one that told me. Oh, nah. uh, that was. I know the night after that, where we all drank his favorite drink, was a rough one. Oh yeah, that was bad. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good, but bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I I was down in West Virginia at that time, so I mean, some of us had already split off different ways, and we came back to mm-hmm. all kind of be there for him, his family, uh, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, so, yeah, because I think you were done with school, and yeah, you got that job. That's right. Yeah, and you you had called me when I was working one night, and you said, hey, man, I got some bad news, and mm-hmm. explained it to me, so. Yeah. Uh, But, so, like, after college, you eventually moved to Colorado, right? Yeah, that was recent. That was uh yeah. about a year and a half ago. Okay. So, like, was was that, because you used to take trips, didn't you? You always took trips around. You were... You know, somehow, (laughs) I'd always find a way to take time off and take some crazy trips. I didn't go, like, insanely far, but I'd always be visiting friends. Um, People live in, like, Columbus, like, different places like that. And then um, one day I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going to move to Colorado. We're going to – I'm going to find a reason to move to Colorado. I got into grad school. And um, here we are, man. And something about that, too, that's been so cool is – I just picked up this uh, this freaking camper van, and I've been meaning to send a picture of it to you because it looks so janky. Like it looks so. You're such a fucking hippie, bro. <laughs> yeah, he said one to me. It's it's. I don't think I could pull a pickup of it, but no, it's it's definitely old and janky looking. It looks like something you'd find in a scrapyard, but it runs like it runs super well. Um, and I'm in the process now of converting it to something you can live out of. So we'll see. Got to do the insulation, the walls, everything. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that goes. So what are you going to grad school for? Uh, just being a hippie, you know. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to see. I'm gonna find a way to make being a hippie just a full time profession. And, well, know. dude, you could grow like like literally. I got something sent in the mail the other day, telling me I could go to school to learn how to grow and grade pot. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what? Like, yeah, dead ass, you can. Yeah, I know, right? They knew it. They sent yeah. it straight to my house. <laughs> like, we think this guy'd be a great fan. <laughs> right. He probably knows his we, shit. We've seen I his actually, work before. We're fans. I actually just finished uh, grad school myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he now officially knows what every animal genital looks like. Nice. <laughs> officially. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be some trivia, it. man. You gotta follow your passions, right? Yeah, super fair. <laughs> I just imagine. So I go to school for psych, and you know the Rorschach tests are like the ink blots. Yeah. I just imagine yeah. pulling one up, and just Sparky goes, "Duck penis." <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. That's, that's a, a duck, duck penis. Oh. Actually, ducks are really Corkscrew. one of the only. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're really one of the only birds that actually has a penis. That's pretty cool. See? See, see, he went for biology, and that's what I always joke. If you that's, go for biology, that's so cool, though. Like bio is, oh man, getting but, into some, uh, some wormholes with it. <laughs> what did you even go to college for, Chris? So my undergrad at YSU, how you guys know me, I actually went for mechanical engineering. Oh damn! Yeah, and I quickly decided. Well, maybe after like a year, I wouldn't say quickly. I decided that's. That's just not for me, man. Like, computers are great. People are just so much better. I get so much more out of talking to people than doing computer work. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of the biggest points to make here is uh, actually your parents. Okay. Uh, your dad, if I'm not mistaken, was an engineer of some kind or some. What's your dad do? He did some technical shit. He, like, repaired machines and, and parts and stuff like that. So he was, like, a real mechanical guy. My mother... She was an art teacher. I, 
I oh, think you remind me. I think I remember like you telling me that your dad was the one that pushed you into mechanical engineering. Yeah, pretty much. Cause I was undecided AF. I I really didn't know what I was gonna do, and I was like, let's do this, cause we're gonna make a lot of money. And then I started doing it, and I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. And it was never a matter of like I was too stupid for engineering. It was just that like I could not see myself behind a desk doing computer work. I want to be in front of people and talk with people all day. That's I don't know, man. You're going to pay me for me that? Too. <laughs> yeah, right. see? Well, that's what I thought. Dude, every day, every day I would drive to work and I just listen to a talk radio. And I'm like, bro, that sounds like the best job in the world. Like, I don't care right. if I got paid $13 an hour to do that. That sounds like the best fucking job in the world to wake up and just bullshit. Right? <laughs> like, yes. Yes, that sounds great. People make money off this. What? Right. What? Just drink beer and, and talk to people. Right. 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 And connect people. Connect. You don't even got to be right. It's just about connecting people and sharing ideas. 100%. To spread, just to spread connection. You know? <coughs> so going back a step, you said your mom is a art teacher. Uh, met both your parents, by the way. Amazing people. Your mom is possibly one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> The nicest and the most bubbliest person. Uh, art teachers always are. Like, the girl Cra- art teachers. Crazy. Boy, crazy. Man art teach- teachers are, like, weird. They're just pretentious. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I always saw you as, like, a gentle mix between your parents. You're driven and focused like your dad, but you're very, very personable mm-hmm. uh, like your mom. And everybody that I've ever introduced you to uh, instantly likes you. Aww. I don't think I know a person on this planet. I appreciate that, Drew. That means a lot. It hits me in my, my heart stem. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I wanted, you know, I'll go for it, CJ. I said I wanted to hit in the bottom of your sack. Well, CJ hits right. there, but Drew hits in my heart. And <laughs> oh, nice. To me, that's full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, though. You have a bigger bigger target (laughs) (laughs) that was the other thing i was gonna say i didn't know during his introduction i was gonna say his cock is longer than his attention span (laughs) (laughs) so fun fact for our uh, listeners here uh italian stallion uh chris peggy over here yeah yeah ladies uh there is a story that we have where we were at a party oh fuck uh, and this one girl um oh no we were up we were up drinking age uh we were boasting chris pegley up uh he has a longest member you've ever seen or something along those you have to see it you have to see it and she goes no no you're lying you're lying and she put her hand out like this and she was sitting down uh chris was (laughs) right behind her uh, decided to whip it out of his jeans and put it right in her hand. <laughs> you would have thought a fucking snake showed up and she was scared of it. Don't that worry, was... it's not going to bite you, girl. Oh, yeah. That was some yep. memories. Was that successful? Did that work? It totally... You know, the whole... Re- I, don't th- I think you got to explain why. So, all right. So, there's a little more to that. There's just a little bit more to that. So, that was the same night that me and the other Chris... You remember the other Chris? Uh, We didn't really hang out with us. He was just from Ohio. But me and him sucked so bad at beer pong that we had to do the naked mile. And lo and behold, when we came back, where were our clothes? Who knew? Because they weren't where we put them. (laughs) So, me and Chris were then the the two naked people at at this party. Nice. And as a result, I come back to you talking about my Wang, and she just has her hand out, so I couldn't not. Right, right. It it was like God intended it. Oh, yes. <laughs> then there's never more perfect moments. It was a pedestal moments. for your schlong. Absolutely. <laughs> the clouds parted and the sun shined in her palm. So, <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait. wait. It, it's not like you just like unzipped and like flopped it out. It, it was like already there. It was just there, man. I was just already okay. naked, which is right. Honestly, 90% it was of the just... time I have a story, it's me naked. <laughs> Right, it's because it was already swinging when he was walking. He didn't even mean to. He just stopped and the momentum carried it. <laughs> right <laughs> in her palm. <laughs> take you to the lumber mill. <laughs> oh, man. 
I was going to say, that's why he's got to do yoga to help with all his lower back issues. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's he's got to keep the blood flowing. <laughs> I also have another what if someone's got to worry about a heart attack and him when he gets excited? Oh, my God. Yeah, we already talking about that. Long extremities? Fuck, I'm, I'm dying soon. <laughs> uh, anyways. I have another fun story where I, uh, like, WWE choke slammed him through a table oh yeah <laughs> there's a video of that somewhere I, I gotta take that and put it up on one of our social medias what, what, what is it with you awesome and, what is it with you and choking people you choked him you choked chuck jesus it's he I, chokes just, his girlfriend some people I'm, I'm just working i'm just working my way through the list <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say just start waiting for exes oh my god <laughs> i mean I mean, I didn't complain when he choked out Chuck, but, you know, whatever. He wouldn't complain. He's just jealous you haven't choked him yet, Drew. I think it's what it is. <laughs> He's just jealous. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Photoshop Sparky's so what, head right here. What do you do for a living now, Chris? Dude, so... Sell his body. <laughs> nice. I, I sell I my body. I could retire early. Um, you know, honestly, as far right. as, like, job stuff, dude, I've been doing everything. Um... You know, ever since, like, college, I've been just doing, like, a hell of a lot in general. But, um, that was, like, you know, not not even to play it down. I, I've had, like, so many jobs in the past, like, couple years. Since I moved to Colorado, I've had three. And I've lived here for two years. Um, I worked with, uh, kiddos that were, um, like, childhood offenders. Um, so they were, like, kids that have, like, offended or been offended on. Um... So it was like it was like a tough market, man, because that's uh that's like the type of stuff they don't really talk to you about in, in psych, like in, in class or anything, like how to deal with that, because it, it takes a whole hell of a lot of your character to not get aggressive and angry with these kids once you know their past oh, yeah. and what they've done to other kids, because um, oh, yeah. anybody would want to freak out, like anybody would want to hulk out and explode and just scream at these kids, but you obviously know that's like not what's going to help them, so... Um, but, uh, yeah, so I did that for a while. Um, I've been doing Uber and Amazon ever since, so. Oh, bro, dude. I, uh, I Uber. Do you? Yeah, I Uber and DoorDash and Grubhub yeah. and all that. Yeah. CJ, yeah. I could see you as the cool Uber that plays, like, the super classy jazz that just has people Oh, calm. dude, I, I come up in my BMW <laughs> playing, playing blues like Buddy Guy and shit. Oh. I do with my purple glasses. CJ is just... <laughs> smooth <laughs> just smoothing up there Fuck. and then he, dude he he rolls up the window comes down a fog bellows out no that's not Stop, true dude that's, that's not true you know i don't do it in the car that's how you get caught so you get caught well i just imagine chris don't gotta out, worry leaning out yeah. the car and being like you want to hit this vape Hey, I, got, I, I already got the jazz or? playing. You want to hit this vape or what? <laughs> right. Get in my Chris, car. Chris, you want this or not? What's up? <laughs> you get drug tested for Amazon? Um, I think, yeah. So whenever you start, you do. But it's not, like, consistent. So you could... And they don't care about the pot, I assume, because of Colorado? Dude, you'd think, but they actually do. Like, if you show positive really? on a drug test in Colorado, yeah, you won't have a job. Which is so weird, because it's totally well, legal wow. in this state. Yeah, but it's not thought, federally yeah. legal, so their insurance doesn't cover it. So they do it because of their insurance reasons. A hundred percent that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, if it was if it was legal on a federal level, you'd be good. But that's why like uh that's why they tell you lots of times you're better off trying to get a card. Because then it's a medical issue and then they really can't say too much about it. Yeah. But even that I think would be sketchy because I could see them driving's a weird thing you're driving a vehicle so they can do a bunch of but at the same time amazon pay you as a are you doing like flex or are you just working for amazon themselves it's like super weird so i technically don't work for amazon i work for like a private shipping company but yeah our our labels are all amazon and like i you know deliver amazon packages so definitely I, looks... dude, I understand i actually just had an interview for one they wanted mm -hmm. to pay me like three dollars per package. If oh, that. What? It was like two dollars a package is what they wanted to pay. And I was sitting there doing the math and I'm like, well, in eighty stops, it's not even two hundred dollars. 
Yeah. You know? And I was like, literally, they're paying me $6 right now on DoorDash per stop. So Yo, I'm, yeah. I'm not signing up with these people. Fuck yeah, them. I don't blame you. <laughs> How many, like, was it for, like, would you be driving a Prime van or was it, like, no, your own car? My own vehicle. Oh, yeah, so I would have that. to put all that on my own vehicle. And then they don't even guarantee up to 80. It's just that's, like, the highest amount you can get. Yeah, I don't do that. So it's so it's like if I get 40. Do you even be able to fit 80 in your car? Yeah, because they'd be overnight packages, so I wouldn't get anything big. Uh, you'd have to push away all the old jewels and then just, you know. It, right. And, uh, dude, what would suck is I'd have to keep my car, like, super clean. And, like, I bowl and shit a bunch, so that's not good. I live in my car. <laughs> there you go. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me to work Chris. for Amazon, honestly. They, they tried to, and you quit. You no, I work, for, I work for FedEx. Oh, well, there you go. I'm, I'm just saying yeah, there, right. there's not enough center. money or incentive in the world to make me work for Amazon these days. And yeah. Did you hear the new thing that Amazon's coming out with is the it's, – it's like – the amazon village it's an apartment complex where they're gonna have their workers live so they're gonna pay people and then they're just gonna go home and give that money right back as rent and they already have amazon grocery stores yeah yeah i think it's like national grocers is now just amazon owned they have like amazon prime grocery store oh that's fucking weird it's like they're sitting on a board somewhere thinking, where can we get more money from yeah. from these people? Yeah. Yeah. While also being able to build rockets. Because we got to build them dick rockets. Yeah, yeah just so <laughs> just so Bezos could go fly up in space for like 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> because he's bored. He's like, I'm so bored and I got so much money. What do <laughs> I do with it? Did y'all see that petition they had on the internet to keep him in space? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <be> so happy. <laughs> he could he could just buy votes back. Oh, I mean, yeah. don't, so don't don't get me wrong. It was an historic flight to send the rocket up, but the fact that he spent he five a and a half billion dollars on it instead of literally anything else, or for himself to go up himself. We I was have, gonna say, yeah. or helping his employees. Right. Hey, man, it, it's his money. You can do whatever you can do whatever he wants with it. Obviously, he can do he can choose better things. But again, it's his fucking money. Who's to tell me that I can't go buy an Xbox right now? When yeah, I could probably buy some healthier food. Yeah, yeah, but you don't control a whole market to the point where you can dominate the whole economy. He's like on the verge of becoming the world's first trillionaire. And not yeah. even just that, but that. but like the fact the fact that he controls so much through transportation gives him so much power, and and he holds all the money, and then you have all these people who can't really survive right now. It just well, first speaking of Amazon transportation, Chris, I have a story for you, and uh, I, I want to hear your take on it. If it if it happens, or you know about if it happens, or something like that. Uh, I used to work at a gas station when I moved out here uh, during COVID just to kind of cover bills and everything. And one of the, my job descriptions was to take the trash out at the end of the night. So the trash by the uh, gas pumps, uh, completely disgusting. Mm-hmm. People throw all kinds of shit in there. Uh, and there was a Taco Bell right next door. And people would throw like their half-drank drinks in there. And you would grab the garbage bag and tie it up. And of course it would have a hole in it. And it would spray all over Yikes. you and all over the ground. So one day I was actually at the gas station near my house, same company, uh, and I was talking to the guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to go do trash here. And I was like, oh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I had uh, Taco Bell cups that would always, you know, spill and leak and whatever. He goes, yeah, uh, but right around the corner is an Amazon parking lot for all their vans, and <laughs> they throw their piss bottles Ew. in my trash. So, so my question is here. Uh, do you do that firsthand? Uh, if so, shame on you. And do you know about other people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the big man upstairs isn't going to let him actually go to a real restroom, you know, any port in a storm, you know? That gas station has a public bathroom. Yeah, that's like, so I'll hit you with this. So this is kind of how it goes. Um, first, yes. But here's why. So... Your entire day, you have X what about stops. Your entire, your entire. Oh, I definitely pee in bottles and put it in gas stations, hundred percent. Yeah, dude, who cares? Uh, it's yeah. just, it's just pee. And anyone traveling a long distance would do that. 
Dude, well, here's the deal, though, because, like, you have so many stops per day you got to go to. Sometimes you can't take a break. If you take a break, then you'll fall behind. And then um, if your company that you work for makes you do, like, X amount of speed or X amount of packages per hour, um, they could fire you, right? So some people, to get their numbers up, will just work through their breaks. Um, literally, like, 10-hour days, just right through their breaks. Just zoom, zoom, zoom to houses, right? Um, if you have a water bottle in your van... You're gonna save 15 minutes, right? That's gonna save your your job. It's it's kind of like that sometimes. So, Siege well, and I might need a water bottle. Sparky probably needs a Gatorade bottle, and you need a 55 gallon drum. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I just unravel it. I get to the garden. See, you just you're just bad at peeing in places, man. <laughs> I oh. got really really good because when I was an exterminator, you know, you got to drive around, got to kill a bunch of shit. You just got really good at sneaky peeing. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. peeing outside and <laughs> never getting caught. It's the greatest, man. Well, first, first you got to make sure there's no windows facing you. And then you got to make sure <laughs> well, you're not facing the road. Well, well, first, if there is a window facing you, you just got to make sure the face it so you can see it's coming. You just got to <laughs> stare out of it. Right. Ah, <laughs> I'm peeing back here. I'm peeing. Get out of here. You just got to hit that. <laughs> sweet spot the, the blind spot well house. you got to do is look like you're doing something else and but there's one time drew drew can tell you i'm such a good sneaky peer we parked somewhere at one time in a busy parking lot and i started peeing right beside his car and he didn't he didn't realize till like he saw the puddle he, running you That's no scary. you're missing the most important part that puddle wound up draining and touching my shoe <laughs> oh no that's when i knew you were peeing right. see he didn't even know don't touch them <laughs> i'm sad sneaky i, I ah. had a customer i had a customer once um i like their driveway was back in a corner yeah and so i had like this this corridor between my truck and this hedge so i was right. like when you worked as a uh, exterminator yeah when i was working yeah. as an exterminator too so i was like just sitting there i was like peeing on my tire and the customer <laughs> came out and he was like on the other side of the truck and i'm just like like talking to him while I'm zipping up and buckling up, and That's so great. I like I just like walked around and was answering all his questions. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. I, I got you, man. Dude, my favorite is when I would talk to customers and they'd be like, "Yeah, the Amish made my basement. Yeah, yeah. Do you know they would pee in the floor drains when they would work down there?" And I'm sitting there like, "Well, yeah, it all goes down to the same <laughs> septic. I would pee in those too." too. <laughs> That's great. So, dude, like, how many stops you got to do per day for Amazon, then? Mm, so, it fluctuates. I'll go anywhere from, like, <clears throat> 140 to 200, like, 60. Holy shit. With, with their vehicle? Yeah, 260 is, like, Christmas. That's, like, Christmas time. Um, yeah. Usually, it's, like, anywhere from, like, 140 to 200. That's, like, a normal day. You'd get off around, like, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. So, as a man who drives a lot then for a living, and, and I've driven a lot for a, uh, for a living, one thing I want to ask you is, who do you think is the worst driver? Because to me, it's it's anyone in one of them HVCs, <laughs> or anybody with a handicap sticker. Oh my god. <laughs> That's still hanging. Yes, it has to be hanging, and it's always like the vans, the fucking minivans oh with the handicap god. sticker, and they think they're speed racer going down the goddamn road. You know, like, those people suck, but in my opinion, it's the people with the stupid fucking lifted trucks that just blow oh, cones yeah. of smoke out of everywhere. I th it's, and the whole reason is just because they're aggressive as fuck. Like, there's no need. There's literally right, no need. Yeah, It's them and the little old white ladies. Yeah, the little old white ladies always have them HVCs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It never CBRs. Oh, yeah, the yeah. same thing. The same thing. Honda yeah. CBR. I have a take that it's uh, people who have an aggressive roof rack system oh shit whether it be bikes on their roof or oh, yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason you see them fly it and you're like you're in you you're almost in a minivan why are you blowing <laughs> down the road i know dude i got i guess i have like this nice twin turbo freaking vehicle and i'm sitting there just putting yeah. and you'll see yeah. some no name wannabe heavy ass half put together truck just <laughs> 
that's stupid. going down the road, and you're sitting there like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, one of them hit me. <laughs> one of them hit you? Every, dude, everybody hits him. Oh, <laughs> this dude Sparky. has been in so many wrecks. <laughs> Sparks. What was it? About a month ago, you were in a um. No, it was in wreck? August. So yeah, about like two months ago now. Yeah, he was in a bad wreck. Yikes! Yeah, it, was, it was awful. Total this car. Yeah, he was actually. And got blamed for it. Do you remember the wreck he got in in college? Yeah. I remember all of his wrecks. Where he broke his arm. Oh. I remember that, dude. You were driving the company van, the YSU van, right? Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. People... Dude, that's what I mean. People just like to hit this motherfucker. I, I still have no <laughs> recollection of a solid three hours of that day, so. Sparky, how many accidents have you been in? Alright, we'll come back to Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> at, at least four. So what what's your what's your goal for your uh for your social media then now? Since you started it back up, what's some of the new stuff you're gonna be doing? Is it gonna go like back to workouts and yoga poses and still the positivity push or are you gonna try other things? Because I could see you selling like hacky sacks. <laughs> you know what? Since moving to Colorado I got real big into hacky sack. It's, <laughs> see, I told I don't, you. I, I don't suck at it now. I'm just okay, I'm mediocre. Right. Um, I can I can make well, a sack. I mean, Right. You gotta like, you gotta tape it to your leg to be able to have. I was oh gonna God. say it. He's got a, all Doink. that bruising. <laughs> Honestly, Dude. I could see him selling more like medicinal oil and. Oh, and you think crystals. he's no snake salesman? Oh he's shit! No I should bring up. Yo, I should tell you guys what I was actually like planning on doing. So you brought that up, Sparky. So. There's oh, a the um, the super cool push in psychology right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go to I go to school for I yeah no so I go to school for psychology and I'll be somebody's therapist when I graduate here in a, a year. But Damn. um, kind of the the new push in psychology is this thing that's pretty radical psychedelic assisted therapy, right? So um, everybody's Microdosing. heard of it. Yeah, everybody's been hearing about it, but nobody really knows much about it. And like, I'm kind of curious, like. Have you guys heard about it? Like, what do you guys think about it? Oh, yeah. It's like, isn't that where you, like, eat mushrooms or you take LSD and... Yeah, you microdose with drugs. Yes, 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 yes they, they but it's you natural like, drugs. Like, like a guided trip. Kind uh-huh. Of. Like, yes okay. and no, because, like, so shrooms, you're not going to get... Once you eat them so much, you're not going to get high off of them anymore. You just right. won't get high, period. So, like, then you're just getting a natural benefit from them. Okay. So, and that's, that's, they showed that it works really well with actually people with Alzheimer's. Just kind of like the way with kids with ADHD, even though they say their brain's going too quick, how do you fix it? They basically give you Coke to speed your brain up. Well, they do the same shit. They're like, oh, well, his brain don't work. What do we do? Give him something to hallucinate. Oh, shit, he's back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cool part about drugs, too, is like psychedelics, like that class of psychedelics. So psilocybin, which is in mashed mushrooms, they chew, um, they do brain scans of it, right? And yeah. um, the cool thing for Alzheimer's, this is why it works. So it's widespread brain activation. That's what um, psilocybin does in your brain. So yeah. um, throughout the day, we're only using like a percentage of our brain for everything, right? It's mostly the frontal lobe. It's this part in the front. But um, with psychedelics, it's the entire brain. It's it's widespread brain activation. So every single part is limitless. Connected. Yeah. Um, and sure, like, you know, try and take mushrooms and, and function throughout your day. Not going to happen, right? Too much right. shit is going on. That's why the brain regulates when we're not on drugs to be like, oh, let's use our rational mind and let's try to, like, survive and let's not walk out in front of that train. Let's, you know, stuff <laughs> right. like that. Um, but yeah, man, psychedelics <laughs> are so fucking cool because the, the thing about it is um, they were schedule one drugs for the longest time. These yeah. were drugs that um, were labeled by the FDA as having no positive use besides um, – or not having a single positive use, actually, but being highly addictive. So it was yeah, in the, the same F category as heroin. I was going to say the FDA can't even get the food pyramid right, so they can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you t you're telling me. We also uh, talked about psychedelics with no, one of our no, earlier episodes. Now. It's not even a pyramid. It's a sphere now. <laughs> we, we also talked about psychedelics at one of our other earlier episodes with uh, our buddy Glenn. 
uh, go ahead and take an episode. Uh, go look at that one. That is true. Too. That is true. We dive into it. It's it's. I always found mushrooms real amazing. Just fungus. Have you ever read where they think that uh, we derived from fungus? Dead ass. Yeah. Derived from everything. It's well, like just how connected we are. Like it's it's real insane because how uh, beneficial fungus is with us. Well, yeah, because um, what it is for the longest time, plants and fungi were classified in the same. Yeah. And fungus isn't. It's yeah, not a plant. It, it's it's mm. not a plant, but it's also not an animal. So it's right. it's, its own kingdom all by itself. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's fungi. And as it stands, people have more in common with fungus than we do plants. You know? Yeah. Right. Truth. It's insane. It's insane. Except so, we, Chris, we don't it, explode yeah. into a million spores when we want to reproduce. That, that's like the only thing. What? Yeah, it's just have you ever bi- really mil- just really billion. you ever shoot it in the bathtub in gooey liquid <laughs> i don't i don't want to know what you do in the bathtub <laughs> so chris at this time i'm going to ask you some uh some quick simple questions uh these are designed to be you know five to ten second questions or five to ten second answers uh and kind of like the first thing that comes to your mind uh some of them are multiple choice some of them are a little bit more in detail um so what uh, you say that you do a lot of uh, yoga and uh, meditation. What's your mantra word? Hmm. So yeah, mantras are super cool. My my favorite mantra that I've used throughout time, um, and it was Italian one I developed Stallion. when uh, Stony passed, was it's um called "Things Are Happening." You want to give us an example? Yeah. So, like, sometimes I'll be meditating, um, and I'll hear, like, noises or, like, highly distracting stuff. Um, I was literally leading a meditation with my school. This was, like, two weeks ago. And uh, we didn't know this, but they did an air show right next to our our school. So, you know, just, like, fighter jets just flying as we're trying to meditate. So we're sitting there, and you just hear this roaring thunder roll by. And then I tell the class, I'm like, things are happening right now. The whole idea is you don't label what's happening as there's fighter jets going above. You label it as sound. Sound is happening. I'm hearing sound. something. Doesn't it doesn't really matter what it is. Something. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you said that you were working with uh, childhood offenders and uh, things like that. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to tell us like HIPAA violations or whatever. Uh, maybe if you don't use names or whatever. But what is the worst childhood offender that you've dealt with? What did they do? Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I won't use names, but, so this person, I found out, um, so full context, I don't like to read into their stories, because once I find out their backstory, it definitely sours my perception of that person, so. I was gonna say, I would want to kill anyone who diddled somebody. Uh, yeah, I I mean, it's, it's, it's It's so hard. hard That's just me personally, right, right. right. And that's hard for anybody, you know, whether you're trying to be a therapist or not. Like, that's super tough to, to you know, understand. Somebody did this and felt okay with it. Um, but uh, the one of the worst cases, and it, the whole reason is because there was such neglect and abuse in their past. Um, it made it, like, it made a little more sense than it would, like, somebody else doing this. But, um, so, yeah, they, uh, they were a family of three. It was, like, um, I'm sorry, three siblings. So the, the one little boy, he was super young um, and convinced his sisters to um, having sex with him and his friends and stuff like that. These were like 12, like 11, 12 year olds, something like that. Ooh. So like right around the time to where you start like getting like sexual urges. But for this person, um, it was kind of like, you know, catalyzed, like it was sped through that process because of their abuse and neglect. Um, so they um, ended up doing it and and one of the per- the people died because of um like bdsm sex acts this is an 11 and 12 year old so not only were they a pedophile but they were a murderer so that was a tough one to, to deal with well and yeah. that's hard when you're that young too jesus yeah that's because you don't know what you're doing Mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing and you, you did do something horrible that's it, rough it probably it's so tough read, yeah they probably just read 50 shades of gray and were like i want to try that you yeah. know i i don't even know what was going on for that person but i think i mean i don't know as i get a little bit like with it now with like psychology i'm starting to understand a little bit more stuff it's not like base level um yeah, no, i don't know kids are just they're an exploratory phase it's really what it is and that kid their was brain, probably 
Yeah, their brain don't know anything yet, so it's just trying to, you know, yeah, click something together. So, it, have there been uh, any people that you had worked with there that, um, after mm-hmm. finding out their backstory, that you just declined working with or had somebody else deal with because you couldn't or something like that? Yeah, and it was for a really good reason. So, um. I, like I said, I, like, I work with a lot of, uh, like, teenage kids, like, little kids, right? Um, and this one girl um, was making, like, a bunch of allegations towards, like, the, uh, like, caregivers, right? So this would have yeah. been, like, this would have been, like, my role at the time, like, um, you know, day program, care staff, stuff like that. And uh, we were doing some, like, awesome psychological work with this with this individual client. But uh, she, she took, like, a particular liking to me, and because I knew her backstory, I was like, hey... Uh, I don't think I can, you know, cover your case anymore. I'm going to probably have to switch you to, like, a female, you know. Um, right. Smart. And the whole reason is, well, one, to protect my ass. Like, the thing was, sure, we did some great work together, but ultimately, uh, you know, if you get one bad tick, you're not going to get a license as a therapist. And for all the money you spend going into it, I mean, just to even get baseline, you need a master's. And to get a master's well, is a lot of money. And I feel, to help you out a little bit here, I feel like... uh false letting her fall in love with you with no intent to give it back would do nothing but damage her more yeah so like it's not even good for healing like you need to look at me as just a person and not a sexual object here and thing and things of that nature so i think that's a that's another reason why it was good to step out of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um so we've we've talked a little bit about your past and different things like that but uh I don't think we've really touched on, like, what's next. As soon yeah. as you get your doctorate, like... That's true. What's your plan? What's what's going to be for uh, Chris Pegley? So, the Chris Pegley that you know, the crazy party animal that was 90% naked at any given time... Right, uh, right, is, uh, right. Yeah, he, he grew up. <laughs> he got old. He got he got old and he got, he got more uh, serious, I guess. Um, sure, I still have a hell of a lot of fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, right. I'll, I'll go out and do a bunch of things. My uh, life goal was to travel the world, well, travel America first, but eventually the world um, in a van and then do my therapy from my van so I could counsel from anywhere um, and, and just see the world, man. That's that's kind of it. My focus is going to be on men's help, uh, men's help um, and then child and family care. So reunification stuff. Um, if a child went to um, an adoption place and then is getting reunified with a family like that type of stuff. But uh, yeah. mainly to help help men be better men, uh, to learn about emotions and to deal with them properly, and to feel okay expressing that type of stuff. That's that's one of the biggest things, man. Is like guys don't we like to be closed off. We don't like to show weakness. Um, you know, evolutionarily makes sense, but yeah. today's a different age. We don't have to do that anymore. But we're still stuck in that that mentality, and that ultimately is what uh, drives up everything. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the male suicide rate um, oh, is it's, it's the highest out of any other category. Um, if you're a straight right. white male, you have the highest suicide rate per population. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, women have the highest murder rate. So. Are you serious? I think so. Dude, fuck! Wow. No, I don't think so. No, more men get murdered. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure more men get murdered per year. They also more men get raped per year if you add prison. Oh wow! <laughs> I did not think statistic. about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, more men get raped per year. The more but, you uh, know. I think a lot of it, when it comes with. Uh... Oh, I am wrong. Boom. Males are more likely to be murdered. Huh. I don't. It, all the SVU cases. It's always a girl. Yeah, that's they're killed. wrong. They're wrong. Don't don't believe Hollywood. Yeah, don't believe TV. They like to yeah, uh, they, they like do. to be the diddlers. You know. They do paint a negative picture, and that's another yeah. piece of it too. Like because media's portrayal of men and men being offenders of uh, well, abuse and rape and shit. Yeah, that that plays into it too. And and not just that. I think I think the idea of family was destroyed for a, a little bit in America, and it makes it hard now for a lot of the youth to understand what a healthy relationship actually is. Yeah, you know it's it's weird that at one point you had literally loved ones that would go off to war for years, three, four, five years, and the women would be patient, and the only way they could talk to them is through like a letter. 
Mm-hmm. You know, snail mail. And now you got people who, if you don't text them back and you leave them on read, they flip out and they can't handle it. And so, <laughs> it's like, attachment, it's, man. Yeah, it is. It's it, people. Uh, the attention that they get, they're so used to it, they can't handle not having attention. I think I think a lot of girls are put up on pedestals now, which doesn't help their case. Uh, I think a lot of it happened when you had a lot of the, uh, like, a lot of this push for LGBTQ or whatever. When that was really coming in, that's when a lot of this push was happening, and then it got like bad to fight back on anything that they said. Like Absolutely. you were automatically negative, even if some of the stuff they said made no sense. Some of the stuff needed to happen don't get me wrong they they were wrong there are places where they were wrong but some of the stuff where other people got up and just went like hey you're being ridiculous here yeah that's a that's a word in the psych realm we like to call victim mentality of saying that um i'm the victim of something you did which is why everybody has to feel like offended you know um it's good but the the idea of it is is like don't stay in victim mentality it's not going to get you where you need to be in life um victim mentality can only hurt you sure if somebody does something wrongfully to you you should speak up about it like hell yeah 100 every single time you should speak up about it but don't right. stay stagnating in the i'm i've been a victim of this never do that you know yeah chris my next question uh what's the stuff over by your window uh it looks this like central nah the other side that side what's all that stuff on that table over there it looks like uh oh. It looks like oils and lubrication, <laughs> candles. I wish I could pick this up and bring you over to it, but it's um, it's my puja table, and uh, a puja table is basically like a um, meditation space. Um, so you go to your puja okay. table, and then you kind of kind of like a Buddhist prayer uh, place. You know? I was gonna say, is it like a like a prayer a prayer booth almost? Yeah, and um, okay. you guys are gonna like this. So normally you'd think like you put like pictures of like you know Jesus Christ or like some guru or you know like right. a beloved. I put pictures up there of people I hate, dead ass. <laughs> and here's the reason: because in my own heart, that's the work I have to do is is to get more compassionate towards people that I don't like. Uh, we were talking earlier about the childhood offenders. Not gonna lie, when I started that job, I really hated a lot of those kids because I knew their past. So then that was yeah. my work to find a place in my heart where I could be compassionate, so that I could still give these kids what they need. You know? Yeah. Give us an example. Who's one of the people up there? So I had Donald Trump's picture on there for the longest time, man. Dude, listen, D. Trump was just chilling there, I'm and I'd drunk. go. <laughs> I would go because I have all my my figures up there. I'm a huge fan of uh, Ram Das, um, Neem Karoli Baba. He's like an Indian guru, and um, yeah. I'd be like praying. I'd be doing my prayers to that, and then I'd see Donald Trump, and I'd be like, "Oh, Donald Trump, I'm trying <laughs> to think of what positive thing you've done today. I'm really struggling." I was like, "But I'm sure there's one thing I appreciate you," and it was so tough. <laughs> you put your tanner on good today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. <laughs> so. Chris, I'm going to go kind of faster through these now. Uh, brownies, gummies, or bud? Hmm. Oh, in Colorado, the brownies are definitely going to hit you way harder. Ooh. <laughs> um, for wine, Carlo Rossi, Arbor Mist, or boxed? Ooh. For Zaya. Ooh. Boxed, yeah, definitely boxed, because that should will last you longer. Oh, and it tastes the same. I know you had a affinity for bad wine. Oh, my God, I fucking obliterated shit wine. <laughs> oh, that was my stuff. Old grape uh, juice. Who do you th- who do you think um one is dead, one is alive? Uh who do you think would win in a smoke off? Bob Marley or Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg, I still feel like would win, man. He just made a song. Did you, Did you hear it? No. It's called No Bammer Weed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like he would win because he's had more years of smoking. Oh yeah. Hmm. I feel like I feel like uh, Marley. Nobody asked you, Sparky. Yeah, no one cares about you. Oh God. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I feel like I feel like Marley was more like a recreational smoker, whereas uh, Snoop Dogg—that's like his life. Yeah. Well, now yeah. it's his gimmick, and because it's legal some places, they just—you know—they let him get away with it. Where Bob Marley, literally, they'll kill you in Jamaica for it. <laughs> so. Yikes. Uh, Chris. Warrior pose or downward dog? 
Um. Oh man, that depends. I like him in Downward Dog. Oh man, CJ always has, but you know, <laughs> as far as like acting, you know, every day. Warrior's pose for me makes me feel super duper grounded. It makes me feel super strong. It makes me feel like I can accomplish the day. Downward oh, the dog one. is a is a pose I, I do to let it all out. So if I got a lot of shit on my mind, I'll do some downward dog or even um, childs, which is where you go on and then you like put your hands out and forward. Uh, um, well, it just depends on the mood, man. What I'm trying to get out of it. Warrior, I think the only pose yoga pose the... I've ever done is fetal. Oh yeah. One of Warrior's these ones. Warrior's pose is the, right. the one where you're like out outstretched, right? Yeah, you you put your arms out like that. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen DDP so... yoga? No, it's at. Oh, Diamond Dallas Page, an old wrestler, and then he does it. Look it up, DDP Yoga. DDP Yoga. <laughs> so this one is actually for CJ and Sparky. Um, do you think that this person looks like Chris? A little bit. Not really. <laughs> Not a little bit? Like, like the, that is the guy. The eyes. The, the head's a little bigger, too. Yeah, the eyes. The, Pull up. That up. is the guy from uh, the Punisher TV show. And like, every time I was watching it, I, I looked at it and went, oh, Chris Pegley made a movie star. <laughs> People so, tell me with long hair, I look like John Wick. Oh, you do. See, I, w- yeah. I would pick that. Yeah, like first. if I did it like without. Or off of Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, you, you have a long history of driving some pretty cool cars. You had an Eclipse in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you switched over to uh, the, the dad Honda Civic. Oh, yeah. Uh, then you had a Suzuki uh, hatchback or whatever. Uh, that one actually was my inspiration to my current uh, shifter knob because I also have a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, what are you driving today? Um, so I still have that. Uh, it's it's not a Suzuki. It's a Honda Fit, and this thing makes oh, me okay. look like a grandma on the road. But dude, I love it. Oh my god, <laughs> do I love this thing, man? It's so tiny. It's so nice. And then that that giant ass Ford that I bought too. So. Is that? Uh, um, second to last question: uh, blonde, brunette, or redhead? Redhead, man. Brunette. Redhead. Oh, okay. You really? gotta match the level uh, of craziness. You gotta be about. My my very last question: I ask all our guests this one. Uh, what's your favorite drink? Like, g- give our viewers a um, Chris give Pagley our viewers special. a suggestion on what their next hmm. uh drink should be. Hmm. I used to make this drink in college called the Captain on Acid. You do blue carousel, Captain Morgan, um, one part pineapple juice, the other part, I think Sprite, maybe Sprite, and then you drip a little bit of grenadine in it, and it was a, it was bomb. It was so good. And, and a lot of people, I guess we didn't even touch on that, but you were like quite yeah, the bartender. bartender. I literally was a bartender at the time. You yeah. guys knew me in college. I used to bartender. Right. Dude, and you'd mix us all kinds of shit. It was awesome. That was great. The last thing I was gonna mention is that you're you're still vegan. You've been vegan for a while. Oh, you're still vegan, man. I've been vegan for eight, almost nine years. Fuck, dude, Congrats, that's man. hard. That's hard. To yeah, do. I was hard. vegan for a while. I remember that. I was like, I was like, fuck, that's too hard. <laughs> but like, I still do. Like, I never felt better. I'll, I tell everyone that I lost so much weight in such quick time, and I've never felt better than when yeah. I was eating vegan. But what I do now is uh, I, I still do a lot of vegan meals. I just do them earlier in the day than, like, maybe for lunch or for dinner. I'll eat meat, but not very much. It's like, it actually better. killed a yeah. lot of my meat craving. Yeah. It's better it's for your body, of, like, especially in the morning. Yeah. Well, well, I don't meat. I just I just taste that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Devour oh, another right. little well, side Chris, pull. <laughs> right i'd spit it out though i don't yeah. <laughs> chris thank you thank you very much for uh for coming on uh we really appreciate it oh, yeah thanks for having me uh, on. fitting us in your busy schedule uh i, I know uh that you just finished school so you had a little extra time pop up and uh i wanted to snap that right away yeah get you before you did something else well i appreciate right. y'all's having me it's nice to see you guys and catch up a little bit i'll have to definitely catch up with you guys later yeah. too this has been nice oh yeah it's been chris, awesome you got anything you want to plug um yeah so we're talking about men's mental health and um i'm gonna give you a website can i put it in the chat uh yeah i'll i'll attach it at the bottom of the thing just kind of read it off right now okay so it's mantherapy.org um and the cool part about it is it, it really um brings together like uh like men's need for mental health and it brings it honestly in a pretty comedic way that i think most people can connect to 
Um, but on top of that, it addresses like a serious issue with um, men going through stuff, right? Um, you know, masculinity kind of says to, you know, push aside feelings, put your head down, push. But I, I think it's a great um, kind of like wake up call for a lot of people to like check in on some things. Um, and yeah, it presents it in such a good way too. So definitely going to plug uh, mantherapy.com or .org. Sorry. Uh, do you want other people to know how to reach you for your, uh, for your meditation on uh, Instagram? Yeah. Possibly coming up Facebook. Yeah. It's, um, Instagram mindsight motivation. Um, I'm going to try to be up to date with all the motivational talks and, and meditations and yoga and stuff. We'll get there. All right, Drew. Yep. Do you need to use the restroom? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hurry up and plug our crap, then get out of here. <laughs> We're on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor Podcasts at the Lunch Table PBJ. That's how you're listening to us right now, and continue to keep listening to us right now, because uh, we need to support, and we love you, and you love us, so uh, do the whole Barney thing, and uh, love us all together. Uh, we're on YouTube at the Lunch Table PBJ. We're throwing up some good stuff up there, so go take a look at that. Uh, Chris's episode will be up here real soon. Uh, we're on Instagram and TikTok at the Lunch Table PBJ. Uh, CJ covers that, and he has some good stuff that goes up there. Actually, I guess I do some of the Instagram. Oh stuff yeah, you too. do. You do. Some you do some of funny, the funny, yeah. some little funny, uh, some funny, funny memes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think there's a single TikTok with me in it yet. No, I want to, though. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, give it time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter at LunchTablePBJ. No, the there. Don't ask about it. <laughs> uh, we have some polls uh, up there constantly, so go ahead and take a look at that whenever you uh, have a chance. Uh, give a vote. Put a little input in. Yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook. At the lunch table PBJ. Uh, also on the Munchies is our fan group for that page. Uh, start a discussion or do something fun there. We'd love to have you. Uh, we'd love to see some of the information that you want us to cover or people that you want us to interview or certain things like that. Uh, we're looking for ideas just as much as you're trying to get them off your chest. Uh, and our last thing is we're on Patreon at the lunch table PBJ. Awesome. Uh, we've already had our first Patreon. Uh, we hope to have many, many more as we said um and again chris thank you love you thank you guys love you all too yes thank you love you appreciate namaste namaste sparky thanks for stopping drew as always love you and now let's make this super long so drew has to hold it even longer see now if he had a bottle that he could throw away at a gas station oh man (laughs) hey i'm determined man no as always even you fans, thanks for stopping. It's getting a lot more fun around here. Up, 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 hey. Later. See ya.